Hi, it's only me, Kelly's here again, and today we're going to have a chat about wills, as that was the topic that came out of our subject bag this morning when we drew it. Now, the reasons people don't make a will are varied and wide, and quite frankly, most of the time a little bit daft. I hear lots of people turn around and say to me, well, I can't make a will because, you know, if I make a will, something will happen to me, or... Um, Oh, I don't really know what to what to do with my will because I don't know where to leave my grandmother's wedding ring or, or whatever. These are all excuses that are just putting off the thing that you really need to do. What's really shocking is actually that the vast majority of people in England at the moment haven't got a will. So they are leaving everything to chance if something out of the ordinary happens to them. And thinking about where we are with the current world with COVID and pandemics and viruses and illnesses and untreatable germs and all sorts of horrible things that are out there, it is actually really important to put a will in place. Now, a will is a straightforward document. It doesn't have to be complicated and it doesn't have to be complicated to make. There are certain things that you need to think about when you make a will and there are certain formalities that you have to follow if you're signing one. Yes, by all means, go and get a will off of the WH Smith's counter, but just take five minutes before you decide to sign that document to actually read it and see if it is confusing and see whether what you're giving away is straightforward or see whether it can be read in a different way because homemade wills nine times out of ten are a complete disaster. The most safest and best way to prepare a will is to actually get it done professionally. Don't look at the fees for making a will as a waste of money. This is an investment. It's an investment in your family's future. It's an investment to make sure they're safe and secure when you're not here. And it's an investment to make sure that the people you want to inherit your estate do rather than somebody that you've not met for years and years and years. So when you're making a will, you need to think about who you want to appoint to sort out the muddle that you leave behind because there will be a muddle irrespective of how organised you are or how sorted you are and keeping everything in little pockets in the filing cabinet or scanned onto your computer. You need to give somebody that job of dealing with it all and they're your executors. I always recommend you have more than one if you've got a house that you need to dispose of in the future, you're going to have to have two executors. But I probably wouldn't go as far as having four because then it just gets a little bit unwieldy when you try to get them in a room and talk together to make a decision. It's a good place as well to put down your funeral wishes. Okay, you may not really know what you want to happen to your body when you die, when you're only 30, but it gives your family an insight into what you were thinking. And you can be as specific or as vague as you like with your funeral instructions. You'd be surprised at some of the things I've been asked to write. If you've got young children, you need to think about guardians. Who are you going to inflict bringing your children up on? I mean, I don't know about you. I've got three stepkids. Um, I think I made the right decision in having a cat rather than children because I've found that being involved in bringing them up is incredibly difficult. Um, 
I don't know what it's like to bring up children because I only inherited them when they were older. So you need to think about the age of your guardians, what they're able to do if they've got kids of their own or whether this is going to be something completely new, where they live, if you want a number of different people to look after your children until they're 18, who are they going to live with but who do you want to have involvement in decision makings. But don't put making off a will if you can't think about who your guardians are because we can always pop that in at a later date. Have a think about your personal items. Are there any personal things that are really important to you or have specific family or sentimental value um, that need to go to a particular person? Or is there something that you know that would just make a nice token gift to a friend? They're all your personal things and it will be those items that cause more of an argument from families and friends who want certain things from your estate than the actual money you've got in the bank. Are there any gifts that you want to leave to charities? If you do think about giving money to charities, why not think about the smaller ones who are a little bit more local to you? Because any money that you give to them would really genuinely make a difference and it won't just simply go into a big pot of donations and get lost in the millions of pounds that larger charities receive each year. Have a look at those charities closest to you and really think about the difference that you could make with a few hundred pounds to them. Are there any smaller cash gifts that you want to leave to people? Do you have any nieces or nephews, good friends, perhaps somebody that you've worked with for years and years that you just want to leave a token gesture to, to say, here, look, I might not be here anymore, but go and have a drink on me. And then you've got to have a think about what's left. So after you've given your personal things away and you've given any cash gifts away, what's left is called your residuary estate. We pay your bills, we pay any liabilities, and this is the free money pot, if you like, that can go to wherever you choose. Do you want to leave it to your husband or wife? Are there reasons that you might choose to not include them? Do you want to leave money to your children? What age are your children going to be sensible enough to inherit? I know a lot of my clients now think that an 18-year-old these days doesn't have a patch on an 18-year-old from a few years ago. And a lot of people are saying, actually, they're not going to let their kids have their money until they're 25 or 30. What age are your kids going to be sensible? Again, if you haven't got family, are there friends you want to leave it to? Are there charities you want to leave your money to? Just have a think about what you want to do. But important and most important of all is get that written down in writing because until it's in writing, you can have all the good thoughts and the good intentions in the world, but it's not going to make a difference. When you write your will, it has to be witnessed by two people. You have to date it. So make sure that there is a space at the bottom of the will for you to date the document for you to sign and make sure that you sign when you are in the presence of two independent witnesses. Not anybody mentioned in the will and preferably not any of their husbands or wives or immediate family members either. Two people who can see what you're signing, they don't need to know what it is, they just need you to witness your signature, who will possibly be available to have a chat with in the future if for any reason somebody wants to pick holes in your will and try and make a claim against your estate. So once you've written down all those things you want to do, 
you've signed it in the presence of two witnesses, it's dated, your witnesses have written their full names and addresses so we can find them if we need to, make sure you put that will somewhere safe in a fireproof box, in your safety deposit box, in your safe under the floorboards at home. But don't just simply hide it away. Make sure you tell somebody where it is because there's nothing worse than trying to find a will that you know is there but haven't got a clue where to start. And if you put it in a safe, please make sure you either give somebody the key or tell them the safe code because I have a case at the moment where we can't access the will because it's locked in this person's safe and nobody knows the access code. If you want to get your will professionally checked, then do so. Lawyers will always have a look over documents that you prepare for them. And also, if you want to get a professional do it, to do this for you, just to make sure you've got it right, then approach somebody and ask them for help. Even if it's just a five minute chat on the telephone before you do anything to make sure you're going down the right roads and have got the right ideas. But whatever you do, get that will done.